With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Sean, time. Here we go, baby. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. Uh, The title of this podcast will be when it's posted. Shime's flu game. <laughs> this is Shime's flu game. What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm uh, I'm alive enough to be able to give you plenty of picks and props. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I saw one random tweet last night, and that was it. I said, "Oh boy, Shime is." Yeah, sleepy, I was. I was. I I slept for like uh, ten hours Friday in or Thursday into Friday. Actually, like twelve hours Thursday into Friday. Slept for like three hours during the day. Slept another twelve hours last night. I have just been. Grind and sleep. You sound better than you sounded the other day. Even yeah, which is good. Morning. It's a step in the right direction. Still very congested up in here uh, and, you know, hacking up a lung every once in a while. But outside of that, I'm doing okay. Do you do the neti pot thing? I've seen those be popular where people dump water down there. It's disgusting. No, I hope you no, don't do it. I don't. I don't flush anything. The only thing I've ever used is like that Flonase stuff, which it's like almost like an inhaler oh, for your nose. Team, team Flonase. Yeah, that that I'll use, but I will not be using no neti pots. No, no, thank you. Uh, Mu- Mucinex and Flonase is my only advice for congestion. So I the mean, only yeah. issue with Mucinex is their, their pills are like horse pills. And yep. they're so dry that it's so difficult to swallow. And I'm like, what? I just, yes. Uh, it's, <laughs> when, when I'm sick, like my mouth is just constantly dry because I become a mouth breather. breather. And so the, it just, it's mouth so breather. hard. There we go. Oh it, man. It becomes That's, so hard to swallow. Here we go. Um, do you feel good about making picks today? Are you, are you in a, a cold, uh, in a, a cold fog here? Or what, what's no, I don't think I'm in a fog. I think my picks are really good. My props. I, I feel like, uh, I haven't gotten, I, I haven't found as many props as I like this week. So I have a very mm-hmm. limited amount, but I picked the ones I liked. I didn't just pick props to pick props i picked the ones i like and we're gonna go from there all right if you're watching on twitch we certainly thank you for doing that we try to do the friday show live uh on twitch we never friday show yesterday because shime is uh, getting healthy for a big weekend uh so this will be a combination of picks and props i'll go about 35 40 minutes or so because i got youth soccer i have two flag football games today i have yard work to do i bought a bunch of bags of topsoil shine to put in do some overseeding so it's a busy day that will start with the football. Uh, normally, we start with the Patriots. And certainly, again, if you're watching on Twitch, thank you. Listen to the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. BetQL Boston, where you get your podcasts. Um, because the Patriots are one of my picks, Shine. Yep. Why don't we save them for third? In, in our the way we do it is 3-2-1 uh, points format. You won Correct. last week, so you get to go first yes, sir. Uh, this week. Uh, I stunk. I got one point. Did you get all six last week? Uh, I hit. Yeah, I got all six last week. I was a perfect 3-0. Nice. So we were four and two as a podcast uh, with sides and totals. Uh, prop number was good as uh, well. I was four and two. Shine was, uh, I think, three and five after the. Uh, on props, yes, three and five. Yeah. Yep. So we'll try to bounce back off of that. I got some ideas on props. But the Patriots, one of my three picks. It's the third of my picks, so it's my one-point pick. So why don't we go from, from Shime's first pick first, side or total in F- NFL. This is Saturday morning. The lines have moved like crazy. There are better lines available four or five days ago that are not there now. So we're playing with the line right now, Saturday morning, Shime, and we're brooding for each other, but the points let us uh, decide who goes first the next week. So I will defer to you. You had the leadoff spot since you went 3-0 and last week. 
Yeah, so uh, right off the bat, I'm going to take the uh, Kansas City Chiefs laying five and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Warren Sharp has been beating the drum about Patrick Mahomes versus Gus Bradley all week. And so I'll just read off a couple of the stats. Sure. So last season against the Raiders defense coached by Gus Bradley, Patrick Mahomes had a plus 0.46 EPA per attempt, 60% success on a 10.1 yards per attempt and completed 71% of his passes. They punted once in a 41 to 14 win and they punted once in a 48 to seven win yep. over the Raiders last year. On top of that, Patrick Mahomes has faced Gus Bradley seven times in those seven times. He has 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, and on top of that, Bradley's Colts D has allowed a 72% completion rate to start the season this year. The Colts are in a really bad spot. Yep. Um, and the chiefs look like the chiefs at a week one, week two, they've looked great. Um, they snuck away with a win against the Chargers, but they absolutely pummeled the, the Cardinals. And so what do they do? They pummel teams with bad defenses. And that's exactly what I expect today. So I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs laying five and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the money's come in on Kansas City, 72% of the bets. Uh, well, I should say the bets have come in, Shime. Uh, 72% of the bets, 59% of the money. Uh, Colts are getting a, a more of the money than the bets, 28% of the bets, 41% of the money. So people are taking the dog in this case. It's tough for me to do so. I got burned last week. Uh, on the Colts, it was a terrible bet, uh, and I wish I had not given it out. It was just dead in the water with those injuries. And now this week, Shaq Leonard's out again. This guy yep. cannot get healthy, healthy. Shine. And so yep. it, he's he's a legit difference maker in that defense. This is not some scrub being out. He mans the middle of that defense. Um, he's one of the best at his position. He's not going to go like, good luck with Travis Kelsey this week, Colts. Good yep, luck exactly. with uh, – uh, Jarek McKinnon out of the backfield. I would completely be with you on this bet. Uh, I will definitely have a, a bunch of Mahomes and DraftKings this weekend. Um, did you look at what Mahomes' passing prop was? Uh, I didn't. I'll pull it up right now, though. I did. So I do have. Uh, I okay. did bet the team total for the Chiefs twenty-seven yep. and a half. So the they, passing I, prop is two ninety and a half. Yeah, it's, that's a that's a fair number. I would not be yeah, playing it, but I would not high. be surprised if he has three hundred yards passing. Agreed. I did play their team total shine because I'm with you. I think they're going to score a bunch of points in this game. They're all DFS uh, usable, especially in tournaments because of the way the pricing is on DK. I don't play Fanduel, yeah. but on DK, so uh, I'd be interested there. I'm completely with you on that pick, and it's pro probably somewhere on my list. My first pick is the Bucks. I I I first wrote it, wrote it down at one. It went to one and a half yesterday. Where are we today on Bucks and Green Bay? Bucks are currently slated at one. Okay, so it's back down to one. So give me yep. the Bucks minus one. Um, I couldn't get all in all this detail yesterday on uh, Merloni, Fourier, and Mego because the, the segments sort of rushed. But there's a lot of things shine that point to, to Tampa in this from just a from a football standpoint. I'll say the gambling stuff for a second. Mm -hmm. Football standpoint. Packers are, I think, the fourth or fifth worst rush defense in the NFL right now wow. uh, in DVOA. They're, the the Bucs have nobody healthy in the receiving court. They are going to feed Leonard Fournette. And the Packers so far have not been able to stop the run. Both teams are banged up. And if both teams are banged up, I prefer Brady over Rodgers. From a football standpoint, he's 3-1 and head-to-head -head against him right now. Uh, Rodgers has been uh, not good here in this building. 1-3 and three at Tampa in his career. Rodgers has three career uh, pick sixes. That's it. Two of them wow. came on the road to Tampa. Oh, that two game last year, right? Tampa. Oh, two, uh, they played him, they hit him two years ago, Shine. Excellent job by you. Two years ago. Um, looking at the numbers. 38-10 beatdown, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he was awful. Three picks and nine sacks yeah, in the insane. two games they played two years ago. And when he drops back this weekend, there's no Alan Lazard. 
Like, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, there's no uh, Devontae Adams. Lazard's going to play. Romeo Dubs is going to play, it sounds like. Watkins is out. Out. Cobb is questionable. Um, so he's got a banged-up receiving core. On the road, doesn't place well. Uh, Bakhtiari, their they're great tackle, he's questionable. If he doesn't play, it's even more of a reason why I would like Tampa in this game. Uh, Green Bay on the ground this year, 47 carries against, 286 yards, a 6.1 yards per carry. That's it's a Lenny Fournette game. It's Brady at home as a one-point favorite. I want the Bucks laying one uh, against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Yeah, I like that. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I thought about playing the Bucks game in some way, shape, form, or mat fashion. So you had it last week, right? Laying the two and a half. I did. Yeah, and we covered easy. Uh, thanks to that, a wonderful Bucks defense and Jameis throwing like three picks, <laughs> so it worked out great. Um, so my second pick here, I'm going to go with over 47 and a half in Philly, Washington. Okay. Um, th- this game screams over to me. I mean, Philly has scored. What they scored 30 plus in their four, first week, they scored 24 last week. The Colts, the Vikings just didn't do anything. Uh, and the Washington Commanders have been frisky in every game they played. They scored, yeah. they scored a ton in their first week, they scored a ton last week. They kept it close, at least with Detroit last week, a little bit. Um, and so I expect similar things here. Uh, I expect Philly to get out to a big lead, but I expect the Commanders to kind of stick around and battle back. Um, this offense, this Washington offense is shockingly pretty good. Yeah. Car- Carson Wentz has is what like I think top three in the league in passing yards right now. So, um, so I really like the over in this game. I think I think it being below fifty to me is is exhilarating. So that's why I love this <laughs> over at forty seven and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll say my I, I'm with you on this, uh, especially because the Washington defense has been so bad against the run. I believe they are their dead last or second to last DVOA defensively. I, it'll tie right. some props that. Uh, I do want to talk about. So what's the number we're getting right now on that? Uh, over? over 47 and a half. Wow. I'm with you on that. And again, that's a really good DFS game. Uh, no one's going to, no one's going to play. Some of I guys. also mentioned uh, Thursday b- before the Thursday night football game, the Hayden Winks chart of uh, eruption zone possibility for oh, rushing attack. Uh, yep. The Philadelphia Eagles are the second highest in that eruption zone. Um, and, and so again, I expect big days out of Jalen hurts, Miles Sanders and the like. All right. Well, I got a good, I got a Miles Sanders prop. That's at least Perfect. on my list right now that I want to talk uh, through with you. I'm just, I'm scrolling here to get an updated number on this courtesy of DK. Okay. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to go with the total as well. And I want the over uh, 52 points Detroit and Minnesota. Now yep. I've heard a lot of people give this out in the industry. It's going to be a popular pick uh, as far as uh, those of us who, you know, talk about these games, uh, 62% of the bets, 92% of the money right now. That's uh, is on this over in this game, and I totally get it. So I look for three, three, three things shine in and over. Number one, I want teams that play fast. Detroit right now is number one in the NFL in fewest seconds per play, 26.29, wow. according to uh, Pro Football Focus. Uh, the league average is 31 seconds. So they're five seconds faster than the average. They're throwing like crazy, which is also good, but they, they're playing fast. That's good. I want bad defenses. Both these teams statistically and really everywhere you look, uh, our bad defenses in Minnesota. If you have not seen the injury report, folks, they are buried for this game. Harrison Smith out, starting quarterback out. They're starting scrubs on the back end. You saw what Hurts did to them last week. Quez Watkins, who you faded on this very podcast a week yes. ago, smoked Minnesota because they're not good in the secondary. And guess what? They're hurt. And Detroit, you were on them early, shine to your credit. This is a legit offense. Okay. Yep. I know it's Jared Goff, it's a legit offense. So we have a fast teams. We have bad defenses, and we teams that want to throw. Uh, Minnesota, under Kevin O'Connell so far, is fourth in passover expectation. They want to throw the ball early. They can run against Detroit. Detroit's not a good run defense. 
This thing screams over to me. It's an obvious DFS play. I'm sure people are going to hammer the overs uh, as far as the props go for this game. 52 points over Detroit, Minnesota. You talk about props. We will get back to this game in just a little bit. I'm sure we will. I can guarantee it. Um, Mm. So my third pick here, I'm actually going to go with the Atlanta Falcons, plus one at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, For me, the Seattle Seahawks played their Super Bowl in week one against Russell Wilson, and I I could conceivably see them lose every single game afterward. They are the slowest team in football, so the under with them is always plausible. And with the Atlanta Falcons, they've scored a lot of points. I mean, they took – they took New Orleans to the final quarter. They almost came back from 28-3 to three against the Rams. Yeah. Uh, this this Atlanta team could play. I think they scored 24 week one, 27 week two. Uh, I kind of expect them to come in and dominate this Seattle team that just doesn't look like they want to play. Like Seattle shows up, they run like 48 plays in a game, and they they're get terrible. out of the building. They're it ter- is they're, horrendous. They're, they're, it's a bad combination for them of being a bad team and having an old-ass coach. Yep. Who, just, who just wants to run the football. Last plus, week, he literally put four running backs on the field only to throw an interception. It doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. I, and I, w- I wish one of the two were not healthy but because I think they're going to split carries. But some one of those two, the one thing I will say is Rashad Penny or Kenneth Walker, the rookie, one of those guys going to have a good game. I don't know which one it's going to be, so it's yeah. tough um, from a prop bet standpoint. But I, 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 I'm with you. Atlanta, they're frisky. Let's say it's called week, week, their week three frisky team. And I get them as a dog. I'm taking it. I'm going to go Atlanta plus one at Seattle. Um, note to the Atlanta coaching staff who definitely watches this um, Boston centric betting podcast. Arthur Smith loves Twitch it. It's his podcast. favorite podcast. Freaking get Kyle Pitts involved. Oh, please. Seriously. You're preaching to the why, choir. Why, why are we blocking with Kyle Pitts? He's a receiver. I don't know. Not a blocker. Stop throwing to Alameda. Throw it to Kyle Pitts. Throw it to Kyle Pitts. I understand why you're throwing it to Drake London. He's good. Good job by you. But also throw it to Kyle Pitts because he is very good. All right. My third pick. Wait. Second yep. pick or third pick? Third pick. Final third pick. pick. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the pay. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Ravens. I'm laying the points uh, against the Patriots this year. I was thinking about this this morning. I I feel like this year, Shime, is very similar to last year for the Patriots. Yep. They're going to beat bad teams. They're going to lose to good teams. Uh, we saw in week one, they lost to Miami. They were a good team. They beat up on Trubisky and the Steelers. I, I leaned Steelers in that game. I was wrong. Closing line, you got to push, but I, I bet it before that, I, I took an L. This is a good team for the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson, some of the numbers that, that stand out to me is them being a good team. Uh, if you take out, I mean, Lamar would be one of the favorites, not just 12 to 1, whatever he is, one of the two or three favorites for the MVP if yep. Miami doesn't come back with that crazy fourth quarter last week. So they're like one bad quarter away from being 2-0 and looking really good. But statistically, Shine, Lamar Jackson, 14 yards per completion, number one in the NFL. Baltimore overall, number three in DVOA, Pats are 13. Baltimore's offense, number one DVOA. Their passing game, number one DVOA. Like they are a really, really good offense. There are still these morons, and I hear you fight them over and over again. You've done it for years. I think Lamar Jackson just a scrambler. A couple of years ago, he led the NFL in passer rating in the pocket. If, if, if Belichick wants to keep Lamar in the pocket, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, yep. I know people are, are scared off about the elbow. Uh, I'm certainly I not. Rashad Bateman is going to play in this game. Their secondary is banged up, but I don't think the Patriots are a great passing offense. And I, I don't think that they want to be. I think they want to run the football and establish it. And I, it's just, it's not 2022 football. If they were a good passing attack, Shime. Uh, I would be on the the Patriots in this game, potentially the home dog, but they're not. They can't hang. Baltimore's really good. The Patriots, for all the people that say oh, they, they hung with Miami in week one, 
Tua threw for 270. What's Lamar going to do? Uh, give me the Patriots, 24-16, your final. A couple of betting standpoints here, Shine. First time since 1991, the Patriots, an underdog the first three weeks of the year. Uh, since 17, this is a weird one from the Action Network. And this means nothing, but I just found it interesting. Three teams that played Pittsburgh and Baltimore back-to-back since 17. All three teams lost to Baltimore after they hit Pittsburgh. means wow. nothing. No, means it's nothing. weird, but... Stat, but it's a weird stat that I want to pass along. The Action Network has awesome stuff uh, like that on their website. So For sure. because the Ravens are a good team and the Patriots are going to lose good teams this year, I'm comfortable laying the three points at home. And as of this morning... Uh, the, the market still is comfortable doing that as well. Looking at the spread tickets that but earlier in the week, the Patriots were the least bet game of the week. Uh, least bet team of the week against the spread. They're now second. The Jets getting 17% of the bets are number one as far as fewest number of spread bets. Patriots number two at 21% of the spread bets. 79% of the bets right now still on Baltimore. This line was two and a half for a minute. It's back to three. I'll lay the three. Yeah, I'm with you. I am all on the Ravens here. Um, I think they score a ton of points. Uh, I'll probably even play the Ravens team total. Haven't fully committed to that one yet, but I'm I'm really leaning in that direction because I are you I worried really about like, Dobbins potentially not being available and this combination of Drake and whatever else they have at running back? I'm not I'm not worried about that at all because I I just think Lamar Jackson is the offense. Whether it's Dobbins or Drake or Gus the Bus or whoever is in there, I don't think it really matters. <laughs> um. I, I mean, I, I think I think Belichick is smart enough not to let this happen. But on paper, it is a Mark Andrews blow up spot. Oh, yeah. A, oh, also standpoint stats. I mean, he he should carve them up in the middle. The one prop that's not listed that uh, if it gets listed tomorrow, if Isaiah likely gets a receiving yards prop, I want the over. I want the over. Uh, I know it's he doesn't he doesn't get a ton of targets. He is there. He might be out. He might be out. I would check the report. Okay. I, I, I'll double I, check. He's at least questionable. And the reason why the prop might not be up there is he might not be playing and or he's still listed as questionable on the – he might not play. I think, I think that's why he's not up there. But if you really like Mark Andrews, his number's only listed, listed yeah. at 58.5. So yeah. uh, that's I, a very I, low number. I just – I wonder how Belichick will approach him defensively. Um, I'm not worried about the Lamar elbow. Uh, the, the Bateman stuff we found out yesterday, actually, it's not an injury. It's a personal issue. He's going to play. He's fine. Yep. Sounds like Duvernay's out of the concussion protocol. So they had Which these great speedsters on the outside. Like I, we got Lamar at whatever he is, twenty something to one. Yep. In the MVP, I don't. I can't make the case. What would you make the? So I have a twenty four sixteen, Baltimore. How would you have this game? Uh, I have this more like thirty to seventeen. So they're going to score in thirty. Okay. Yeah. Um. Patriots injuries. Uh, it sounds like Duggar's questionable. Jacoby Myers questionable. Both guys were DMPs all the way until Friday, and then were, I guess, limited. But you know yeah. how Belichick plays with that. I mean, yeah, he's not practice, close to the vest for receiver. Not, I mean, Duggar maybe, but I'd be shocked if Jacoby Myers plays. Like no practice all week, limited Friday, step in and play Sunday. I don't. Yeah, think. yeah. I uh, when I mean, it comes Ken, to so does that, I'm asking because that I'm sorry. Does that mean Kendrick Bourne? Does he get back off the bench and get thrown in that slot, or they put Aguilar back in the slot more? If Myers That's a good question, go. I wouldn't. Be, I would hope that Bourne actually gets on the field uh, theoretically, but I wouldn't be shocked if he just seems to be in their doghouse. And the other thing too is they're getting to a um, 
a Sony Michelle-esque spot right now where when little Jordan Humphrey is on the field, they're running the football because he's the better run blocker. And so when he's on the field in the three-receiver set, it's like, oh, here comes a run. And they need yeah. to be very careful about that because it's like back when you had Sony Michelle, James White, Sony Michelle's on the field, they're running the football. James White's on the field, they're probably throwing the football. So uh, people just need to be weary of that. Hey, Shine, good news, buddy. The Patriots offensive coaches. Yep. Jeff's kiss. I mean, these are guys with oh, yeah. experience. These are guys who were trained in offense. These are these are not failed head coaches, Shime, who would only have a job on one team. They're unhireable anywhere else. Belichick brought them back, and they're running the offense. And we're going to see again tomorrow, Shime. Uh, Belichick's going to be way involved in the offense on the sideline because oh, he yeah. knows that Patricia and Judge and, and Yates can't handle this group right now. There needs to be more creativity. Not. It's vanilla. I need I need I need some of those their awesome play calls for flag football today. So no, no motion. <laughs> Call Mike McDaniel. He'll help you out. He's he's very good. Get a wheelbarrow. Um. All right. So your three picks again for the people. Shime in three, two, one format. Uh, that would be uh, Chiefs minus five and a half at Indianapolis. Yep. Uh, over forty-seven and a half at Philly at Washington and Atlanta plus one at Seattle. Bucks minus three hosting the uh, Packers over 52 Lions and uh, Vikings. And I'll take the Ravens laying the three at home. I had held out hope might get back to two and a half, but I don't, I can't see it going there. I can't, it's, it's two and a half somewhere, but you're on DK. I take a lot of uh, Patriots bets. We'll see what happens. I will certainly be back invested at, at two and a half. Um, let's start with a prop. You and I, apparently uh, we have not talked about these props except for we both wanted to start with the same prop, and that is Lamar yep. Jackson's passing total. I, I asked on the air yesterday, Maloney, Fourier, and Mego. I, I mean, I was flipping stunned when I started looking at this Thursday and Friday. They, they, it was two fourteen and a half for passing yards, Lamar Jackson. I unfortunately didn't get at that number. I got a two seventeen and a half this morning, yep. but. In what world does Lamar Jackson not throw for 250 against the Patriots? Either? So if you look back at the last two times Lamar has played Belichick, the only two times, in the loss, he threw for, I think, about 250 yards. In the win, he only threw for 163. But that's also because Mark Ingram ran for a buck 15. Wow. They're not going to get a buck 15 out of one of these they running backs. Run. They can't run. He can run, but no. they can't run as a team this year. Exactly. No. So they are going to throw the football. And so, in my opinion, there's uh, – I, I absolutely, Lamar goes over this number. 217 is too low. Like, this number should be up around the 230, 235 range, in my opinion. Yeah, and see, this is something I, I wish I had done before we sat down. Like, I, I'm sure there's a way where I can find the history mm -hmm. of Lamar's passing prop. Like, I wonder how far off this was from – his his number a week ago against the Dolphins is this number low? Admittedly, don't look at this every week. So is this yeah. number low because the elbow? Are they low because of Belichick? Is this I the think only where is the dudes? It's over five hundred yards this year. He's an MVP candidate. It's, yeah, it's I mean, so he only threw for two hundred and thirteen yards. He didn't even hit this number in week one. Uh, in week two, though, he threw for three hundred and twenty yards. So it's. It's this weird spot because I think the Jets defense did a pretty good job on him. And so I think in part because of the elbow and because of Belichick, Vegas is keeping this number really low. All right. So we're both on that. Any other props you like in this game shine for Pats and Ravens? Uh, in Pats Ravens, no. That's the only one I like is Lamar uh, over on pass yards. All right. I'll let you go first. Props, man. What do you prop Palooza? This is a mega podcast. Normally we split this into two. We're going to keep it going here with the props here for the next 15 minutes or so, Shine. So we're both on Lamar overs uh, for yep. passing yards. What else you got? I told you about the eruption zone. 
Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are the second highest in the eruption zone. I'm going with Jalen Hurts over 53 and a half rushing yards. Uh, he had well over that in week one. I think he only had 51 in week two, unfortunately. So he didn't quite reach this number. Um, but I I don't see how he runs under this. Jalen Hurts has been outright awesome. Awesome in week one and two against the Washington defense that stinks. Uh, I expect him to continue that. Uh, and like I said, I'm in an over in this game. So I like a lot of, uh, I, I could be talking to a lot of over props in this game, but this one in particular is my favorite. All right, so on that same vein, it would be further down my list, but uh, the, the you mentioned the commander's defense is atrocious. Um, yep. Uh, what am I looking at here? Let me see defensively. Uh, oh, here we go. Yards per carry, seven and a half. They're allowing through two games. That's uh, ridiculous. 11 rushing first downs, only one rushing touchdown. Shouldn't I be betting Miles Sanders over 41 and a half rushing yards? It's not 41 and a half. It's 63 and a half. And that's the issue. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Miles Sanders over 63 and a half rushing yards on DraftKings. Um, and so for me, that's the big oh, issue. Is it's it's too high of a number. Uh, it, it should be high because What's again, right now? It's, oh, 63 and a half. You said? 63 and a half. If that was closer to the Hertz number, I, I might, I might be more into it, but just because, Kenneth Gainwell will get some time. Lord knows Boston Scott might get goal line carries like the way they just shuffle in backs. The one guy that's always on the field is Jalen Hurts. So to me, that's the safe guy to bet here. Um, I will certainly be playing Miles Sanders in, in tournaments this week. I think he's yep. going to be super, super low owned. Um, could get a couple of touchdowns, but I, I confuse two guys. So I, I guess I'll go to that one next. Um, we like that Detroit offense. We like the that, that game environment. We like the fact that Minnesota has not been got torched by Aaron Jones last week. Uh, DeAndre Swift had like the, the questionable slash probable tag on him all week. He was in and out of practice, but his quotes again have been very positive that he is going to be fine this weekend. Um, the Vikings are giving up uh, just north of four yards per attempt. Yep. Yeah, it was 41 and a half. It's now 44 and a half, I believe. Yep. Should I be on DeAndre Swift overs for rushing yards this week? Yeah, that's one of my props. Uh, I told you about the <laughs> uh, eruption zone. The Detroit Lions are the yeah. most likely team to go bananas in the run game this week. This is not good. Uh, we're, because, we're agreeing way too much. On because these. the Minnesota defense there. stinks. The Minnesota yeah. defense is awful against the run. Um, so I am, I'm all about DeAndre Swift over 44 and a half rushing yards. The other prop that I'm in on, I, I don't understand why it's not 80. But I'm going with Amon Ross St. Brown over 73 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. The guy's had 80 yards in what nine straight games, eight straight games? Like, what are what are we doing? How is this number not 80? I don't understand. I don't what I don't know why on earth you're fading Amon Ross St. Brown now, Vegas, but I'm gonna take the over. Give me the over 73 and a half. The guy has 80 every week and a touchdown generally. I, I I'm I'm gonna take it. It may be a sucker's bet. I may get goaded into doing it. I'm taking Amon Ross St. Brown over 73 and a half, and I don't care. Well, in that same game, right, and I don't know if this is everywhere. I, I, I'm i just looking at – we're looking at DK because that's where Shaman and I can bet, at least legally, in the great state of New Hampshire. Um, DK keeps posting these, like, third and fourth receivers for some of these props, and I, I, I'm with you on Amon St. Brown. I, I, I'm on, uh, the sun god. Okay, yep. I'm with you on him. But, like, Josh Reynolds at 24 and a half? Yeah. Like, he's going to play in the slot all the time. We just saw Quez Watkins burn – the Lions. So I, I don't know if I'll play it, but I was just, I just kept staring at these different props to this game. So if I, if I like the over, um, then I should like this game. I mean, Irv Smith, who was a drop away from having over 100 yards receiving, his prop is at 28 and a half. Yep. Against Detroit back the other way. So I, I think this is a good game to attack. If you like the over like you and I do, 
there's a lot of different options as far as playing some of these prospects. The other number two that I think you can exploit here um, is the over 23 and a half team total for Detroit. Um, because, because they're six point underdogs in this game, for some reason, uh, their team total is way lower than the Minnesota one. And yep. I expect this game to go over and I kind of expect the lions might win this game. So to me, I'm even more comfortable in some spots betting the Detroit team total than I am betting the actual game total. Yeah, you mentioned it was Tuesday or Wednesday we did early look-aheads, and you were on Detroit. I was surprised you didn't use them as a pick. And I I, I would be against you in that. You know, I, I like Minnesota. Um, I think their offense was stalled out against Philadelphia. Detroit's defense stinks. Uh, I would le- I, Under a touchdown, I would probably play the Vikings. Is there a reason you backed off that game, didn't put in your top three? Six is just a weird number, and the fact that it hasn't really moved. And it was five and a half. Right. Yeah, okay, so it's even gone to six. So to me, that indicates there's a lot of people on Minnesota still as well, not just Detroit. And so I kind of just – to be honest, I probably just got nervous and backed off. Um, but I will be sprinkling on the D- Detroit money line at plus 205. Uh, I so can guarantee you that. So the, the the Leonard Fournette stuff has gotten away from me, and I, I can't tell people to, to bet it right now. I mean, his – they, I think he's going to have well over 15 and a half carries, which is the number yep. on DK, but they've juiced it up to minus 155. So you're you're laying a monster number. I can't I can't actually do that. I think he's going to have four or five catches, and four and a half is a pretty good number. The seventy rushing yards, I probably go over, but it's minus one twenty five. Um, the receiving yards are twenty six and a half. And again, I, I I think he's going to have a big all around game the way Aaron Jones did last week for Green Bay. Yeah. And I just want to point it out that if you're building same game parlays or these same game parlay X's, you can do now on DK where you can bind to. You, you can get away with doing a lot of Leonard Fournette stuff. Like there's yeah. no one else. Scotty Miller. I mean, Cole Beasley might play in this game. There's nobody healthy. He loves That's Leonard insane. Fournette. He loves uh, the kid Perriman. Those two guys I would focus on. But I like the Lenny Fournette stuff. It, I just like it better in same game parlays because I just got beat to the line. The, the, the stuff right now is not great. Yeah, the other prop I really, really like this week uh, would be Cordero Patterson, over 62 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Uh, you look at the Seahawks. In week one, they allowed 11 catches for 65 yards and then 43 yards on the ground to Javante. Uh, in week two, they allowed almost 200 yards on the ground between Jeff Wilson uh, and and Tyrion Davis-Price and Debo Samuel. So I, I think Cordell Patterson could have a massive week for Atlanta, especially if Atlanta gets up early. They're going to try and sit on it and kill a lot of clock. Uh, Cordell Patterson has been their go-to guy. He had 120 yards in week one. He only had 41 yards on the ground last week. He wasn't really involved uh, in that Rams game, but I expect him to get more involved this week. So I'm going to go over 62 and a half rushing and receiving for Patterson. Uh, you are a Shanistan. Uh, I'm yep. curious what you think about Jeff Wilson this week. With now, so the, the, the guy with three names you mentioned is out. He's not going to play. Oh, Tyrion um, Davis-Price. He's out. Um, Jeff Wilson is now the feature back. Jimmy G's the quarterback. Uh, it's not on the main slate, but I, I was looking at some stuff for the prime time. W- what do you think about Jeff Wilson now that it's Jimmy G and there's less competition in the backfield? Then? Yeah, I uh, I think Jeff Wilson's a great bet. It's minus 125 right now for his over at 56 and a half. I think the 56 and a half number is a little low. So I really yeah. like Jeff Wilson going over. You're just not getting great value. So you may even be better off playing Jeff Wilson in like DFS stuff. Um, but it's just I, I do like not- I'm with you, but it's in a showdown slate, and so his yeah. price is going to be massively. I, I wish he was on the main slate 
he'd be, I think he'd be a great tournament player. I also think the Debo rushing number is, is a little low at 32 and a half. I think minus 120 for that is just unlucky. Like it's just, again, not great value, but I do like the Debo over. So if, keep an eye on these between now and, and kickoff tomorrow because if any of these numbers move up just a smidge and the value is a little bit better, I think it, I think it's worth it. Yeah, the reason I brought Jeff Wilson, because uh, we're not going to have a podcast tomorrow. It's the primetime game, right? It's the, it's the Sunday night yeah. or Monday. Yeah, and then it's Cowboys. It's and, uh, the guys behind – so on the depth chart, so uh, Davis Price is out. Jordan Mason is on the list, and Marlon Mack, yeah, who got no. cut. It's Jeff Shenanigan Wilson, Dino Samuel, all day. He, he, he plays the guys he trusts. He's like Belichick, and they'd rather have a guy – if the talent was – one guy was a 10, one guy was an 8. Belichick and Shannon would play the eight over the 10 because they trust that guy more. Correct. hundred percent. So they trust, Je- trust Jeff Wilson. He's going to get a ton of carries. Just be, be aware. I, I, I'm, I wish I had played that now because that's, that's going to move. That's going to, and I'm going to be on Jeff Wilson stuff uh, for the showdown slate and on props for Sunday night. And boy, that's, you get, Oh, by the way, you also get George Kittle back for that game. He's one of the best blocking tight ends yes. in the NFL. Yep. So, uh anything else chris shine on your list no nope. buddy i told you i have a very uh lower slate the only other one that i'm questioning and i'm gonna run this by you like it. is the cooper cup under 97 and a half yards and let me explain why okay so he has had 90 plus in 21 of his last 23 games the only time he hasn't had 90 plus he had like in the 60s and it was because he was getting shadow coverage by Cardinals cornerback Byron Murphy. Yep. Byron Murphy also I forget I think it was uh, Justin Jefferson or something. I I can't I got to go back and Oh, it was the De- Devontae Adams last week. Yep. Devontae Adams did not have a great week last week. They doubled was, I think uh I I forget someone someone suggested they double teamed in the entire second half. He was getting shadow covered by Byron Murphy. So, we have Rams at Cardinals today or tomorrow. Yep. Um, and Cooper Cup will conceivably draw Byron Murphy on a lot of that, getting shadow coverage from Byron Murphy. So I am debating, first of all, division game. So to me, it yep. doesn't feel like it's going to be super high scoring, even though these defenses haven't been great this year. Uh, am I crazy to want to bet the under on Cooper Cup at 97 and a half? First of all, it's a massive number. And second of all, the two times he hasn't hit this number is when Byron Murphy has been on him. Uh I think it's a it's a good thesis. I don't know. No, it sounds like you are more into the matchup part of it than I am. Yep. So I, I I'll sign on that. I'll I'll just say, I think for sure they're trying to get Allen Robinson more involved. Yep. Uh, they have two healthy running backs now. They're they're trying to utilize. Like I, I think you can probably, uh, you could probably see them spread the ball more defensively. Uh, Arizona's been okay against the rush so far. 11th DVOA, 28th against the pass. So you want to pass against them, but. We sort of got burned in this last week, and, and looking back on it now, he likes throwing to Higby too. Yeah. So can you can you can can you convince yourself that they're going to spread the ball more? Byron Murphy's a slow down. They know that going in, and they take advantage of it. I, I would say yes. What do you say? Ninety-seven and a half. Yeah, it's a yeah, massive, massive yep. number. I'll be on the under. I mean, there's there's so many ways for that to go. I'm trying. They get up big and start running the football. Yep. They let's lock it in. Then I'm going to lock it in mm-hmm. as a prop for the week. Put it on the board. Cooper Cup under 97 and a half. I will say, as the podcast has gone on and your gambling brain has gotten going, you sound better. You look better. 
Unless you yeah, more energized. I got to tell you, I'm I'm a little out of breath, but I I am I'm definitely energized. <laughs> well, that's not that's not good. That's, no, that's I have been. I, I, that's the biggest issue for me is I've been laboring with breathing for the last like two days. Oh my good, go back to bed then. I know you got a big night. You can't. I know you got a big night. It's disappointing, but you got to rest up. Yeah, you got to rest up. Uh, any anything else? Anything else we missed? Uh, no, I think that's it. That'll do it for me. I got my, what is it? Six or seven legit props that I love. Uh, I'm not going to give any more because I don't want to just give props to give props. It's not what we do here. So, oh, all right. What can I, one more to wrap time up? Out. Go ahead. Um, so you, you told me earlier in the week, I was a moron for saying that we'd all be on bills and dolphins over. It is 53 and a half right now. It feels like, I mean, I think it's the highest total of the week. It should be. And yeah, then we got the news yesterday. Buffalo's down, I think, four or five defensive starters. Is it Micah Hyde is out in this game as well? It, oh, it's yeah, either you, Ford, you, were, you, were in you, you were in a NyQuil comb. Hold on a second. Uh, I believe it, one of the safeties is out. I know Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle, definitely out. Either Hyde or Poyer is out. I can't remember which one. Um, I forgot. But, uh, I, it's, my, it's my fault. Hold on. So Micah Hyde's not playing. Dane Jackson's not playing. Ed Oliver's not playing. Jordan Phillips is not playing. Questionable in the defense, Jordan Poyer with a foot. Yeah. Uh, Cam Lewis, Matt Milano will play. And that Reggie Gilman guy who. So everything screams over. Absolutely everything screams over. Right now, this is what? 83% of the money is on the over. Yeah. I understand why you want to bet the over. I still lean under. It's just one of these weird things. I'm going to lean under. um, But I understand why so many people are on the over, why it's the highest total of the week why those injuries even make it feel more like the over, but I, uh, I'm going to, this is, I'm going to stay away from this game all out. I'm just going right. to, it's, it's the most bet total by far. Um, I want to watch and see what happens. 82%. Uh, the, there, there, I mean, the past, see, this is a weird, people are, people, I was saying people are betting it. The money's not betting it. Uh, but people still buy into this whole Rogers Brady thing. Like there's 78% of the bets are on the over, but 65% of the money. Smart money is on, on the under. under. There's Which a is, lot I, get, I said that earlier this week. I said the under in this game makes ugly. a lot of sense. I like Lenny yeah. Fournette, but that's an ugly game. In an ugly game, I'll take Brady, who's 3-1 and one against yep. Rodgers. Look for any other mismatches here. Um, sharp money on the under on that Eagles-Commanders game. Tons of sharp money on the over in that Atlanta-Seattle game, too. Oddly enough. Yeah, there's some... People want to play Marcus Mariota and DFS this week. I don't, I'm not going there. Yeah, I won't. I won't do that. I play Cordell Patterson though. You are a Cordell Patterson fan. All right. Yep. Um, this is your flu game, buddy. You fought through. You sounded better as the thing went on. We went about forty minutes uh, live on Twitch.tv at Shine Time. Um, thank you to those who watched there. If you watched there and you want to listen to the podcast, you listen out of the podcast, which will be up the next hour or so. Uh, plenty of time to get your bets in. Subscribe, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, and review. That's all we have. I mean, Chris. Chris Sean got out of his deathbed to give you 40 minutes on the NFL betting this week. So, I set an alarm just to make sure I got out of my coma this morning. Uh, is your girlfriend sick too or just you? Nope, just me. So you're the special snowflake. <laughs> Woo! That's so much Shime's fun. flu game. You better subscribe, rate, and review. Please do. Uh, Shime time. Good job, buddy. We will talk on a Monday to recap Pats and Ravens. Good luck with all your bets, dude. Thanks, but Appreciate it. I'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.